Happy Friday morning, listeners. Hey. Is it International Anything Day today? Last week it was International Women's Women's Day. Women's Day? Yeah, I um I should have looked. No, yeah, it's probably nothing, international like nothing pops to mind, man. It's nothing probably international like Pi Day or something. They've got all these international days, you know, International Knitting Day. It could be. And I don't like those days because it's nothing day. It could be. Well, I'll look up that and see if yes. there's an international day. <laughs> international Pancake today. Day, International No, that was last Tuesday. Oh, see? Tuesday there was Shrove Tuesday. Shrove Tuesday. Mm-hmm. What is Shrove? What's that? Um, I don't know. Uh, is that like a neither name for it? Like I thought a... it was like a religious thing that they turned into a pancake thing. This is funny actually because yeah, I feel like that's the way of a lot of Australians. What do you mean? We don't know why it is what it is. Why it is what it why is. Why is Shrove Tuesday? Do you need to? What uh... is Shrove Tuesday? I don't know. I've never even heard the word Shrove before. There you go. Hey, Shrove. Pancake it's... Tuesday, you know. Yeah, I'm guessing it's like an uh, like a crepe type. I feel thing. like it's probably a no. I think Shrove might be a religious thing. Anyway, moving right along. Hmm. How are you? Good. Um, kids are walking out today mm. to protest the climate change. What are your yes. thoughts? What are your feelings about that? I think it's good. I think it's grouse. Yeah, I, like, I just love the way all the hoity toity people are like you can't leave school. I know. It's like are you kidding me? Um, now the question is. How many people do you think are actually going to be legitimately leaving school to go protest as a verse versus like, I'm just leaving school because I can? Yeah, that's true. Because I mean, I would probably be one of the kids that are like, yeah, <clears throat> I want to go protest and I'll just go home. And then you don't go there. Yeah, just to get out of there school. There has to be a significant percentage of those. I would say so. Yes. Yeah. But they're expecting, I think, up to maybe around 30,000. Yeah, that's good. I'm, and that's I'm, just for I'm the Melbourne for protest. Apparently, there's 90 odd around Australia. Yeah. I oh, know. I'm happy for them. I think it's good. I Me think it's too. a good idea. Me too. They've got the the uh, prime ministers and 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 all of everybody in parliament. Yeah, they've proven time and time again. Well, let's be honest. If you're 70 years old and you're making decisions about climate change, <laughs> it's not really going to affect you <laughs> that much, is it? Because I mean, you're going to be carking it. In. That is a great way to put it. Well, it's true, isn't it? It's like, well, 50 years, you don't have to worry about it because mm-hmm. you'll be dead. Mm-hmm. Thanks for bringing up that morbidity. Um, We've got a good show. Yes. Or even a great show, depending on how much you want to hype it up, dog. I like to go with the under. Yeah. And then it's so, going to be a mediumly to average. It'll be a medium good show. show. And then pow. Yeah. And then f- that was actually a fantastic show. Yeah. Although I don't know who sits around to listen to Breakfast Ready for two hours straight, but still, <laughs> you'll catch bits and pieces. Or um, you might be catching up on the podcast. Yes. 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 Which is Friday's uh, Matt and Kira. Yes. Spotify iTunes, iTunes, all of all of the rest of them. The uh, we've got Sam O'Connell coming in. We're talking about yes. what we watched this week. We're yep. talking about Michael Jackson, which is going to be interesting. It's going to be ooh, interesting. Yeah, um, just a lot more show. Basically, we've got a good lineup of songs. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good Friday morning. Yay! So turn it up. Ninety-eight point seven. Ninety-eight point three. For Frankston listeners. For Frankston listeners. In the valley. Uh, if you're listening via the app, mm-hmm. then you don't need to worry about it. Just app it up, Abby. It's app Abby. That was a bit of Ja Rule. Appening. Ja Rule and Ashanti. Ja Rule, fire. <laughs> that was fire by Ja Rule. I haven't heard or seen of Ja Rule for like, I don't know, I want to say 10 years. And yeah. then he pops up as like... Well, he was in jail. Fire. He was in oh, jail. He was in jail. Yeah, but it wasn't anything hardcore. It was like tax evasion or something. Oh, white, col- white collar white crime. White collar crime, yeah. Apparently he became friends with Bernie Madoff. Who's that? He's the guy that he, he's the guy that did the Ponzi scheme and stole like one point five billion dollars off investors. Oh, I, I, I feel like when you're going to steal money, it's like what at what level do you kind of stop? Yes. You know, like I've got five hundred million dollars. It's like, well, I need more. No, you I don't. I need a billion. You I need one point five billion. Speaking of one point five billion, there was a lady in America who was going to buy a lottery ticket and let a lady go in front of her. Okay. Right. As you do, as you're a polite yes. person. And then, obviously, that woman bought a ticket as well. And then the lady that let the lady in front, she won, I think it was uh, $800 million or something like that. The nice lady. The nice lady won the money. Yay! Not the lady that got in front of her. <gasps> that almost never happens. I know. I That's know. a good story. Jeebus looking down at her going, you shall win. You shall does, pass. Does Jesus look down? I don't know what Jesus does. Or does he just like get Does amongst? Jesus control stuff or is it God? Because people are like, help me, Jesus. Can Jesus do stuff? Do, I don't know. Do they walk together or are they the same? Yeah. Are they just hanging out up there, hanging out with his dad? Like, Ugh. it's like, should I come back down now? No, son. 
That was the time. <laughs> you know, I already sent you back down once three days after you died, and that didn't work out too good. No, the second coming much much later. Uh, I, I need to I need to know more about that sort of thing. Um, so what did you watch this week? We'll just jump into that. Yes. So I watched controversially as we were talking about. I think that should be separate. separate Which segment. we will. We'll, but co- we'll talk about Michael Jackson next. You we wanna, will. Or do you want to do a bit later on? We'll do show? it at some point. Okay. Um, but obviously that was oh, something I watched. Yep. How, uh, well, no, we'll talk about that separately. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> that um, happened. And I've started re-watching The Simple Life. Oh, with no. Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. That was like one of the first reality, celebrity yes, reality TV shows. Yep. It was. Mm. And it was actually done relatively uh, fantastic compared to now, like when you look relatively back. Relatively fantastic? I think it's funny. Yeah, um, but, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I think it's funny. I'm, I don't know. Sometimes I just like to watch really trashy TV so that my oh, no, life seems better. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a comedian called Jim Gaffigan and he says that's it's like fast food. It's a McDonald's for the soul. Yeah. It's not good for you, but no. you're watching it anyway. Really? I just, uh, yeah, it I, satisfies in a moment. There's certain shows that I, I kind of get why people like and then there's other ones that are just, um, just, you know, like the Married at First Sight. Yeah. Like to me that is actually painful to watch. Yeah. Like I can't actually watch it. Like I wouldn't be able to watch it even if – you know, that, I kind of was interested in some of the things. I couldn't yeah. do it. It's, it keeps seeming to come out that they're actually actors. I don't know if you saw there was a thing that floated around Facebook. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, which sort of had snippets of a big bunch of this year's cast being, being actors, actors mm. in different roles. And I think two of the cast members that weren't matched together yep. actually didn't add together at some point. So that makes they me... They didn't add together. Yeah. Well, like, on, like for the cereal or something. Yeah, something. Really? Uh, it was like a car ad or... So no, then you kind of knew each ad. other. It was, a, it was a glasses ad. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Which so is really like... I feel like, I, no, now you're just lying to me. But now was, I'm angry. Was Married at First Sight always like, like it is now? Or was the first season kind it's of... It's kind of like how Big Brother was. There's, there was that first season. Were that, they actually trying to find love, though? Yes. The first people? Yes. Why don't they match now, them up to people in their own states, at least? Though? I know. It's like there's, what, have, what say, four million people live in Victoria. Yes. Even if you lived in, like... Even if it was, you know... Ballarat and the other guy lived in apart, the CBD. Yeah, still at least the same state. Yeah. So I flicked to it and it was like, oh, how are we yeah. going to, you know... And I live in Gold Coast and you live in Sydney. Yeah, they it's think... Like, they think that that's something that we will be like, ooh, ha- yeah. that'll challenge them. Actually, it's just frustrating. But I remember years ago, actually, uh, mum worked with a guy whose brother, it was one of the first reality TV shows in Australia. It was like, you go and stay in a haunted house. It was like in 99. <gasps> oh. And apparently he was an actor and a lot of the people on the show were actors as well. It's almost like a low level... Yeah, you know, if you're not if you if you're an, if you want to be an actor, but you're not really that well known, yeah. you can go to these You've shows. You've got a profile yeah. on on some agency's website, but you're not yeah. you're not getting anywhere. So no. therefore, they go, hey, and you're relatively unknown. Jump on this show. And obviously, nowadays it's like next level because uh, they do become celebrities. I know. Even though people forget about him in three days, <clears throat> for still that year or whatever. Yeah. They're, They've got fame for yeah, however long it Yeah, they do the circuit. Um, I watched uh, a movie called Sing Street on uh, Netflix, which was quite Sing enjoyable. Sing Street. Sing Street. It's about an Irish, an Irish schoolboy who who makes a band up. It's quite good. It was quite good. It's an old, an old, about 2016 movie. Uh, I watched um, new Ricky Gervais series, Afterlife. Ooh. That was good. A bit morbid, but uh, if you're into kind of dark, kind of... It's about his wife passing away and him... Ricky Gervais's wife no, passed away? No, it's a, it's a series. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's not it's, a, it's, no, not no, it's not real. No, no, no. Ah, Afterlife, silly man. yeah. It's silly um, man. if you like his stuff, you'll like it. Like if you like extras or yeah. The Office, even though I'm not a big fan of the English Office. And I watched an old school movie, American Graffiti. Oh, my dad's favorite. Yeah, watch that with um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not my dad. <laughs> uh, what's his name? The guy from Happy Days, Ron Howard, yes, and, yeah, yeah. And, and all that, and a very young um, uh, Harrison Ford. Yes. Except he wasn't that young. Like, I looked up how old he was. Yeah. Since 73, he was 31. So, really, he found fame again later on in life. Like, Star Wars came out in 77. Yeah. So, he was, you know, 36 before. They're, they're my favorite stories. There's still hope yet. Mm. Although, because yeah, I, I like it when they get a bit famous later on because they seem more normal. Except Harrison Ford does not seem normal. He does normal. not seem normal. Like, I've He's seen him in interviews. Not. He seems like a genuine freak. But, um, yeah, no, it was uh, it was good. Check it out. Check it out after life. I, I give that a solid... Sold four. So it's four. morbid, but 
if you like his sort well, it's still of funny. humor. It's still is funny. there humor to it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's How just, could you have Ricky Gervais? It's just it's it's kind of more my style than your style. Like he's bitter and he's like getting annoyed at people who are chewing loudly. And That's fair enough. Yeah, They're annoying things. things. Like that. And he's got, the whole thing is like I'm going to be bitter and I can treat anyone how I want. And then, of course, through the episodes, he learns to find new joy in life oh. and continues on. Uh, we'll talk about MJ next. you want to talk about MJ next? Or do you want to give it another segment? I mean, whenever we start, it's controversial. Oh, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be intense. It is it's intense, like particularly for you because you are Shimona. an MJ Shimona. fan. Yeah. Uh, also, Sam O'Connor will be in what back After quarter eight. past yeah. quarter past eight eight twenty round about there. Um, right. Time for some JT. Oh yeah, ninety eight point seven. Well, I'm looking at you. What keep looking at me? JT's first hit. First song ever released. Really? Yeah. By himself. Uh-huh. Huge, huge. Like I love you. Yeah. Uh, you're back Friday morning breakfast. Matt and Kira, 98.7. Yes. 98.3. Um, what were we going to say? <laughs> I was going to say that I had read earlier in this week yes, about with your the eyes. celebrities um, that are being charged one by one. Um, being a part of the U.S. college admissions fraud scheme that's mm. been investigated currently. So who are the actresses? So the two big names that they're dropping. Huge names. Huge. Are hype it up. Huge. Uh, Felicity Hoffman. Oh, yeah. From um, the Desperate Housewives. Yeah. She's, she's a movie actress I never watched it, well. but I do. Yeah. And um, Laurie Lachlan, who played John Stamos's wife on John Full Stamos. House. She's in a lot of stuff that that lady. Yes. She's in a movie called a uh, TV show called Smilf on um on Stan. I've watched that. Is she in that? Uh, maybe I'm thinking of a different one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's her though. Oh no. And she's in Nashville as well. Is she in Nashville? Is she it... probably would be. She looks kind or of. Or has she got a doppelganger? Maybe. No, nah, I'm pretty sure it's her. It, well, I'll take your word for it. Nice. I don't remember her being in it, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um. So essentially. They're being investigated, and I do believe one's been put out, like one of the husbands has been put out on bail with like a billion-dollar bond. A billion dollars? A billion. Really? Which is crazy. So what what are they doing? They're basically... So they're essentially, they're wanting their kids to go to the best colleges. Mm -hmm. These are the elite colleges. Your Harvard's, your Stanford's. Stanford. Your MIT's. Yep. Yep. I tried to put an American accent. I was like, just stop. Yeah, it's just fun to say Harvard in a Boston accent. I was like, Stanford. Harvard Care Pack. Um, so they're a, they, I don't know how they came to know about this, but they mm. came to know that they could pl- pay somewhere thereabouts $500,000 mm. um, to pay off and bribe these um, admissions to people to let them in. And it was even as far as putting them in. Um, they would tell the kids that they had to be sick on certain days so that they couldn't um, be part of the select, like a big group selection and that they would go in on their own Mm. and that the people admissions on that day would be paid off or else they would even send in a stand-in person to run, like for the ones that had the athletics Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, scholarships and Scholarships. Stuff. They would send in a, in a substitute to go and, and run it for them. It's crazy. But these ki- a lot of the time, these kids actually had no idea well, what their the, high-powered parents were doing behind the scenes. I don't know how it works in Australia, but the, uh, the universities in America seem pretty corrupt. Oh, yeah. Especially with – I watched this really good documentary about American sports and the colleges. Yes. So the TV rights – to some of these, you know, college basketball, college football, yeah. which is, you know, gridiron, uh, like in the billions, wow. billions. Wow. And none of the athletes are allowed to get paid at all. So like... Of, of a college level. Uh, at a college, at a university level, no. So yeah. if you're a maths genius, yeah, they'll make up some kind of crappy job for you. So it's like, say you're a maths genius, you're here on a math scholarship. Yeah. Can you be like the hallway monitor lady and we'll give you 30, 30 grand a year so you can survive and keep going to university and do your maths? Okay. But if you're a star athlete, there's a star athlete in the basketball at the, mo- at the moment called Zion Williams who's like a big draw card, like the president's going to go watch him play. Wow. NBA players are going to watch him play and he's not allowed to even get a pizza after the game provided by the coach or anyone that's involved in the university. Wow. 
And also, they don't teach any of these people how to get, you know, how to use their money once they become famous. Yes, that's a big thing that differs yeah. in Australian yeah. athletes. So a lot of them make yes. it to the big time, and then they blow all their money because they haven't been taught how to. Or if, or if they just wanted every Lamborghini. Well, if also there's a big thing where if they don't make it to a star level, so they're still getting a lot of money, but yeah. say they're getting. One million dollars a year, and then they're trying to complete compete with someone like LeBron, who's on like twenty five million dollars yes. a year, and you know he might be playing poker and putting you know hundred thousand dollars in, oh, it. Yeah. and then you have got a guy that's on a million dollars trying to be at the same level, and then they go broke. Yeah. Of course, all the people. So it's uh, it's dodgy that I think what they should do is uni- uniform it so yes. everyone in uh, the place sport at a college level gets some money so they can just support themselves. Like I agree, eight thousand dollars a yeah. year or just you know enough to buy food. If there's that much money into it, they should yeah. have. A, a player's, yeah. um, whatever you'd call yeah, it. a union or something. A little union. A little, a little bit cute A little it. union. But I just, yeah, reading up on that, that was hilarious. Mm. I thought, my Would gosh. Would you pay for your child to and get that, into And it, it did cross my mind mm. if I had done somewhat well in my career and, and yep. managed to have a bit of money behind me, yep. I would then sort of go, well... I worked really hard and I did this. I owe it to my kids to be able to mm. provide X and Y. Would I be tempted? It depends Possibly. on, it depends on do you, if you think that uh, a fancy education helps or not. Agreed. I went so, to the school hard knocks, okay? Yeah. And, and it didn't work and out. It, <laughs> I went to that same school. Yeah. But I got out just a wee bit earlier. You did. But um, no, I think overall it depends on how much you value education and how yes. much you think... The importance of it. And What's if, the price of a bribe? Yeah, because a lot of your bi- like education. I know the three billionaires in Hollywood. Yeah, Oprah, Spielberg, yeah. Lucas, all dropped out of college. There you go. So, who knows? Passion overrides. Absolutely. Time for an excess. Friday morning breakfast. Matt and Kira. Uh, now let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hang on. Before we get there, <laughs> the top weather today is twenty-two. Okay, it's currently 11 I'm degrees. I'm just going to tell you that. Yeah, I had to put the heater on on the way coming in. It was a bit nippy. It was a little bit nippy. A little bit so, chilly, yeah, you're looking at a top of 22. Um, Partly cloudy. Oh, 22 today. You don't look a day over 21. Oh, thanks. Um, so, Michael Jackson, oh, leaving Neverland. It. Yes. Ed, last Friday, again. And pe- Saturday. As you said, uh, yeah, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, and available still on 10, that catch the up. 10 app. Play. If 10 you, play. Yeah, 10 play. So, if you Okay. Felt so inclined. <laughs> to rewatch it again. Well. Or watch it for the first time. Because that's it. I, I noticed on Facebook, you put something on Facebook about it and people are commenting. You can't really comment unless you've seen it. Yeah, I think so. Because. But I, again, it's still up to you if you want to feed into it. You just shouldn't comment. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, true. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Okay, well, let's just start off with. So I watched it. Let's be factual before we I watched it. Person. Now, starting off, if, if you haven't seen it, just listen anyway you know because i feel like if you wanted to watch it you would have watched it already i agree so you probably oh, but you might have thought you've missed it and you didn't realize you could get it 10 on play 10 play, 10 play. we should have some ching ching yeah, money. Some ching, station some, sponsor some ching-a-ling. uh so going into it i'm a michael jackson fan yes so i was already i was already on his side yes like if you're going to have a pick a side but yes. having said that I'm a big fan of the truth. Yes. So whenever I watch something, I'm like, I just want to know the, what the really happened. The real truth. Yeah. Yes. So I started watching it, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty calm, and then it got really intense. Yes. Uh, and then it kind of fizzled again a little bit yep. after the intense parts. Yeah. Um, I've read so many different things about this back and forth, mm. you know, apparently, and everything, every every day something else comes out about it. Mm. So apparently now the, the mum and the both the mums had tried to extort money from Michael Jackson beforehand. Yeah, they have. Um, basically. And also willingly admitted that they had taken money. Yeah, yeah, from him. From him. A lot of money. Yes, a house, house. One of them, da, yeah. Da, da, da. Um, so it kind of, it's kind of it's a bit of like a pendulum. Yes. So it's kind of going back and forth, and I feel like for everything that there's like, well, there's this. No matter what side is saying it, Michael Jackson side or the, their boy side, there's yes. a rebuttal. Yes. On almost everything. Yes. So it's like, well, he's left in the bed. Well, the mum let him. It's like, well, he, you know, he touched him. It's like, well, why didn't he say something? Yes. Um. So here's some questions for you. Yeah, go for it. So, I mean, I I, I think it depends if you're if you're gay or straight, but at seven. Mm-hmm. It, sex is pretty disgusting to me. Well, it was like I knew. Oh, you want to see boobs? Oh, I like boobs. But if there's anything like anything, but the waist is kind of like it's it's uh, for a seven year old. They're not really 
well, they're not into it at all. No, they're so unaware. The, what, because it was a, a, a one of the boys, for people who haven't seen them, one of the boys is Australian. And apparently yes. Michael Jackson did inappropriate things for five days straight. And then they went back to Australia for two years. Now, I understand if you're living in a house with someone or a da-da-da, it's, it's, it's obviously harder to bring up stuff. Yeah. But if, you're, if you've got a two-year gap and you've got a <laughs> 16-hour flight buffer zone, yes. you might mention something or just ask a question like, hey, mum, is it normal that this happened? Yeah. Or tell yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel like the, the, that gap is a little bit yeah. sus. Yeah. And with both of the boys, as you know, you know, the first boy didn't really like him. He wasn't into Michael Jackson before he met him. Yeah. And then the other boy was obsessed with him. So yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. What, what were your thoughts? Basically, there's uh, there's almost no doubt that he's... he's he, he crosses He crosses lines. a line, probably. Yeah. Um, it's just no one knows what happens behind closed doors. And I thought about it. If you remove the bits that they get... Behind re- the closed doors with bells attached. Well, yeah. But it's it was... I think it, I think they hyped that up a little bit, to mm, be honest. Evidence. But yeah. 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 Um, but... Yeah, there's almost no doubt that he's, yeah, he's he's got an unhealthy interest in children. Yes. But uh, I don't know. No one knows what really happened. No. And I don't know what it's like in other cases like this. What and evidence I really would, has, have to have. I really would like to have him alive and able to react mm. to this. But I think the fact that he is dead is the reason why. Yeah. yeah. They're feeling comfortable to talk about it. Well, also, I kind of feel like if you just said all they had to say is, is in two thousand and five and two thousand and three uh, and nineteen ninety three, all I had to say was yes. That's all I had to say. Yeah, but okay. So I've gone back to school mm. and I'm studying in early childhood. Mm. So I've been doing a lot of um, looking into the brain behavioural and all of that sort of stuff. Mm. Having studied what I'm studying. There is a lot of psychological evidence there mm. in behaviours that have been shown. Yeah. Um, I'm probably not even going to word it right because my coffee's not in my veins. Yeah. <laughs> um, but essentially, the they loved Michael, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Loved him. Mm. Still probably do. So does that mean all of the other kids are in the same boat, do you reckon? Well, because now, again, this is the... And you also look at someone like Macaulay Culkin, who is extremely bizarre. Okay, cool. He's had childhood. He, you know, he's been a, a child a... celebrity. I mean, he is, he's but is he? extremely different. But have you actually seen interviews with him? He's yes, quite normal. He's... You reckon? Yeah, particularly when he was dating Mila Kunis. Yeah, but I that feel was like... when he was at his peak. But, uh, but no one ever saw him then. He's peakly strange. No, but again, it's a bit like Michael Jackson. He didn't really do that many interviews. No one really knows no. what he's actually no. really like. No. Um, no, and it's true. And there's other factors, but we won't go there. Um, I just, I just, I just know that in- the the trauma, the trauma of it, and in loving someone, um, mm. and and Ray, Wade Robson said it himself. Mm. I could never imagine Michael in jail. He was not going to jail in my mind. Yeah, but that means he, Even that, though the boys that did speak up, he goes, I knew they were right, but they were the enemy because how dare they. But that means everyone that he's ever been with. No, it doesn't. Is in the same boat. No, it doesn't. What do you mean? It doesn't mean every single person. Well, they reckon he slept in a bed. That, that, that was, I read this thing about the FBI yeah, in yeah. 2005, interviewed like 30 kids that had yeah. stayed there. Yeah. So that means. None of them are willing to come forward now. No, but that's or not necessarily the truth that it was every child. But you think now that this came out, that's what now they're all of, 38. Yeah, but that's what part of grooming is, is that, to understand that, but, but that's which what I'm kids saying, will go but with that's what I'm saying. That means won't. all the other kids don't want to come forward now because they're still in love with him. But they may not have gone there with him. But isn't that inconsistent though? I mean, again, I don't know how the predators really work. But they I look for the ones that are going to keep it quiet. And they so you reckon work. he's picked and choosed over 100%. the years? 100%. Really? Predators don't just grab every child in the neighbourhood. Well, they would if they find out which (laughs) they find out which ones have the parents that uh, turn a blind eye, that are gullible. Well, see, I thought the uh, the mums are both bizarre in themselves. Well, they. I mean, I would never, ever, no matter how famous, be allowing my child Mm. to share a bed. And that's the thing with another adult. Well, the Aussie mum, like, 
you know, actively tried to find Michael Jackson and try to get him in, mm. involved in, in, in Wade's life. Yes. Uh, which is just kind of weird. And obviously she enjoyed the money side of things yeah. that he was giving them and da 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 And da. at the time he was Australia's mini Michael. You know, he was doing um, Johnny Johnny know. Young talent time. At the moment I'm like 60% um, like sixty percent sure I don't that think he did do it. I don't think it's up to me to well, I know tell it's... someone what, what they should and shouldn't believe. But I will say this much. If you were to look into um, behavioural and development and, and from the, a child's brain, particularly at the age of seven, mm. there are a lot of telltale signs mm. of the psychology behind it that people are saying, why wouldn't they say something earlier? Why didn't they blah, 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 blah. This is a seven-year-old brain who's obsessed with Michael. Michael's picked him. He's special. Yeah. and. And if he keeps quiet, he gets to be Michael's special. Yeah. I don't know. So it's up to people, but you uh, can I, watch it. I think it depends on the kid maybe. And you maybe you're right. Maybe it's that's why It's not going to be every child. He, from a room of 20 kids, you know, for example, my child mm. would come to me every single time. Yeah, even but, if she's been told, don't tell your mum or you you'll be But you think at least one of the kids that aren't into it, say like Macaulay Culkin, would say, well, I was there when things happened because there's one bit where they I say that. I was there when they took yeah. the, yeah. So you think at least someone else would come, you know, someone that was actually in one of these rooms. Yeah, that's true. But there are Michael's kids to consider as well. And so, and yeah, because you're not gonna be he, quiet because of that. And because he is dead, a lot of people will think, you know what, I'm just going to stay out of it. I just know in 2005 he would have gone to jail. Um, and in 2000 and what is it, 19, you get a civil suit, that's money. It's not jail. Because you can't sue, you know, it's mm, a civil mm, suit. Mm. It's a bit like the the Jordan Chandler one at early, early on. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, we'll drop those. We'll just go for a civil. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got 20 million bucks out of it. And then the second boy used the same lawyer that the first family used. Yeah. And it's like, well, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, I don't know. That's I mean, there's a rebuttal for everything and basically... That's the thing because he's not here. Mm, mm. But I just thought, I, I know it sounds stupid because this is, what is this, the four, fourth person that's accused him of this now? Correct. Or third and fourth together? Yes. Um, I just think, I know it sounds stupid, but you just I just need one more person. Yeah, that's fair. And it's like. After this doco, you want one yeah, person I'm that's just waiting not, for someone to come out. That's and no not one's looking out for yet. like a spotlight. Yeah. Not, they're just going to yeah. come out and say, yeah. yes, this is what I witnessed. Then you'd be swayed. Then I'd be like, okay, yeah. well, yeah. You know, or a floodgate. You know, the hashtag me too. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein, one person says something. Yeah. Then like 27 women came forward. Yeah. I'm waiting for the the flood of children, but there hasn't been that yet. Yeah. So as soon as one, one other more. person comes forward, I'll probably Which you be. don't want to think that one more was... Abuse, well, though. no, but I, you know, again, I want to get to the bottom of it. So yeah. it's like, well, are these people lying for money or, yeah. uh, you know, did something happen? Like, because I, I noticed that the people that are famous that were there, he never yeah. kind of touched. Yeah. And it's like, well, is he picking and choosing them so they're on his side? Or yeah. is it because they didn't need the money? That's right. You know. I do encourage you to sort of, if you really are into it and trying to get to the bottom of it, read some stuff about the brain but, and developmental thing of a child with trauma. But do you and think it, if you remove the bits where they were extremely graphic from the movie, mm-hmm. do you think if you remove them and they just said, kind of, he touched me and did, like, you know, was pretty vague they about it? They didn't say the specifics. Did you think about, would you think that would have changed your opinion on them? Because, I mean, really, that's the only um, thing that kind of got everyone over the lines. Like, well, no, they see, described it. But that's where I was different because I was looking at the psychology of it. So, for me, even without those details, there is signs of it. Also, don't watch the movie with your parents. Don't. Or pretty much anyone. Really, you should watch it by yourself. You can watch it with your partner. Yeah, watch it. Just watch it with someone that you've got a similar <laughs> point of view at the same time. Yeah, because, I mean, there's certain bits where yeah. they, they it's graphic. It made me very unwell did. and it made me pour another glass of wine. Put it that way. So what, what percentage are you at the moment? Are you still 50-50? No, I'm 80. 80 that he did? Yeah. So but I'm that's 60 that he my, did. I'm not putting yeah. that on but anyone. Also, I mean, I've also seen documentaries where they're very convincing of other things that then I've watched and then it's like, well, that's not true. Like I mean, Tupac? Yeah. I, I watched a thing where it's like, oh, Suge Knight got him killed and then I watched another documentary. It's yeah. like, and it's completely different. I was like, wow. Exactly. Well, and to be honest, I don't think there should have been a documentary in the first place. If these gentlemen uh, wanted to see, that's talk well. about it, it should have been maybe made. Maybe they got in touch with Oprah. Well, the thing is they tried to sue him a, in 2013 a, and then apparently mm. it's been delayed or fell through mm. or something. So then they're like, well, why don't we make this movie? And it's going to be good. I know. It can look really bad. Yeah. It can look really I just, bad. I just think if, the, if you ever want money, like if they just went like, we don't want money. Yeah. It's like, well, okay, fair enough. They're not paid for this, though. No, but it's like... But, yes. Yeah. Because, I, I, I mean, I watched other documentaries in, in, in 2000 and, uh, in 1993. Yeah. The people that were just remotely had, had met Michael Jackson were getting paid hundreds of thousands how did, of dollars. How did you feel with that video message to 
when he had the video message. Yeah, it's to creepy. Him. Yeah, no, it's definitely creepy. See, that's what I mean. There's just a little and bit. And he that wrote like... notes and stuff, and even just even just like going ringing up and talking to the kids for the hours. It's just weird. Like no one, I'm I'm a little bit younger than Michael Jackson was at that age, and it's like, dude, I don't want to hang out with your kids when I come and visit. I was going to you know say, I mean? like, I've got. Yeah, it's... I've got aunties and uncles that I don't even talk to that yeah. much, and they've got an interest in me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so. Uh, all right, let's go to a song. Let's change the morbidity. Let's change it. We've discussed it. Grey Horizon. Hi. Big Grey Horizon. My oh. lovely co-host, Kira Thompson. That's oh, my band. Said your name. Doesn't matter. Kira it's Ashley. actually not technically my name. That's right. So that's fine. Let's Witness go there. Protection. Witness protection. That was my maiden name. So uh, sad day uh, last week. Last blockbuster in Australia shut down. Mm, I know. That is so sad. That's my childhood gone. It's the end of an era. Um, yeah, that's Were real. you a blockbuster member? I was a video easy kind of guy. You were video easy? Yeah, I was video easy. It was, a blo- it was blockbuster in Morty Alec, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, I yeah. was blockbuster. Really? The 10 weeklies for $10, that was my uh, holiday I had a video fun. easy movie guarantee. Get it first time, we get it free. It's funny how certain movies. Dis- <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how certain movies just disappear. Like uh, there was a movie. One of the video easy movie guarantees was a movie called Dating the Enemy with Guy Pearce and Claudia Carvan when they swap bodies. No, no one's ever heard, even heard of it now. But that was no. like one of those ones where it's like they had just a wall of it. What? It was an Aussie movie. I um, do remember the walls of a new release. Yeah, I love the wall. The walls of a new release. That sounds great. Speaking of which, you haven't seen Lord of the Rings. No. <laughs> or what was the other one you haven't seen? Star Wars. Star Wars. Huge. I know. I do want to watch Lord of the Rings, but I feel yeah. like I... Do you like a realm? Are you a fan of a realm? Yeah. And <clears throat> look, I love the labyrinth. I don't mind all that stuff. It's not like the labyrinth. I know, but... <laughs> labyrinth has got like puppets and stuff. Uh, yeah, but so does Lord of the Rings, sort mm, of. But no. maybe the more non-80s puppets. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings too. I do want to watch Lord of the Rings, but I've gone through five years of falling asleep in movies. Okay. Um, you're a serial... I'm just a movie. tired parent, and so I'm a serial <coughs> fall asleeper So... What are your thoughts, speaking of psychology before, yes. what are your thoughts on people that rewatch the same thing over and over and over and over again? Well, not kids. I'm not studying that, but I am a rewatcher. Because my mum's partner, Neil, so he watches the same thing over and over and over again. And so does my mum. It gives me the Brad Pitt. Okay. So, like, they've watched Frasier all the way through probably, like, five times. Mum's mm. watched The Nanny, like, probably Love six times. Love The Nanny. Um, I understand that. So I just recently finished watching all of the original Star Trek Next Generation. Uh-huh. It's on TV again now. Whoa. So I'm like, it's on Netflix. If you want to watch it, you can just watch it at your own, you know, no ads or anything. You can binge. Tapes it every day, watches it every day with the ads. Oh, that's cool. And it frustrates me. It sh- probably shouldn't. It no, probably, it shouldn't. But it, it really does. I'm just like, what is the psychology behind it? So you don't rewatch. I've rewatched, but I don't. Like, uh, is there any movie that you could say, I know I've watched that 20 times? Oh, yeah, definitely. But more so when I was a kid. So when I was a kid, I used to watch like Terminator 2 and Aladdin yeah. like over and over and over again. <laughs> but then when I'm like. I love the two very different yeah. on the spectrum. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Terminator movie. 2 yeah. and Aladdin. Yeah. Well, I, I get it as a kid because kids just rewatch the same things yeah. over and over again. But as an adult, I mean, sitcoms are obviously easier to rewatch. I don't think I've watched a, uh, a drama series and then rewatched it. Like I've seen all the Sopranos of Breaking Bad, but I haven't rewatched them because it's like, it's almost like I know what's going to happen, so yeah. I don't really need to rewatch it. Um, so I think it's easy with comedy shows, but like eh, dramas and stuff, eh, I don't know. It's just weird. It's like well, you know what's going to happen. Well, I, I, and they're slow generally. I agree with rewatching the nanny. I agree with re-watching Will and Grace as many times as you need. All the way through, though. Like from... from Yeah. I would probably do something like that. Like how many times have you... What's the show you've watched and done laps on? Um, Has there there been any? All Saints. You've done laps on All Saints? Yeah, I've done laps on All Saints. How many times have you watched that all the way through? Probably three. Wow. See, that's a drama, isn't it? Yeah. Really? Also, well, I was in <laughs> I was in a very long relationship with a man that would not let me watch anything that I ever wanted to watch really? ever. It was purely he was he had the remote control mm. and it was up to him. Okay. 
And so when when finally I held the remote control, mm. I got to go and watch things like Offspring and, and All Saints. Saints. That's things that everybody else watched years see, that's, before see, me. He did a good job by not giving you the control. Oh, because I mean, I have to sit through oh, that sort of thing. I Jeez. look, and I could watch, you know, um, something like Never Been Kissed mm. with Drew Barrymore. Yes. I reckon I've seen that over twenty times. Really? Oh yeah. Twenty times. I like to watch things for nost- oh and Twister. Yeah, well, Twister. Oh my goodness. No, I don't mind if they're on TV and you kind of catch them and be like, oh. Oh no, I'll purposefully. But like you know, I've watched I, Seinfeld's one of my favorite shows. I've watched that once through, and then I'll watch it if it's on. But I'm not gonna, re- uh, you know, I haven't rewatched. You don't want to go from. Episode I mean, I would, one. but not yet. Anyway, time for the news. <laughs> PFM. Friday morning breakfast, Matt and Kira. That's right, live in studio free. I was going to say free. For free. Uh, but it's not coming for up. free. No, not for free. 20 bucks a ticket. You get a couple of uh, rosés. Rosés. Rosé lemonade. Sam O'Connell and Amy Francis. Sam O'Connell will be in the studio shortly. He will be. Having a chat to us about life. Life in Music, the fast lane. himself. Jimmy Rukwai is going to be talking about. Yeah, probably. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Uh, He's going to definitely. <laughs> Be chucking some Tailor his conversation for you, Matt. Thank you. Um, time for the cover off. So last week, yes. uh, it was a draw. It was a draw. Congratulations to both of us. Yes, both winners. Uh, or both losers, depending on how pessimistic you are, which I'm very. Yeah. I'm very. The glass, is half, the glass is half empty. Um, all right, so this is your cover? Yes. Bit of, bit of bow dog. Ah, Jesus. Ah, Jesus. It gets a little bit. It's a little bit like South Park. That was Bowie. David. With the original. David Bowtie. Now, hang on. We've got to get our technologies wired. So I loved that growing up. Did you love that? No. Not at all. No. Uh, I'm a bit on the fence with David Bowie. Really? I like some of his songs. And then some of them like that. Major time to ground control. I'm like, Ugh. ground control yeah. to major time. Not a fan of that. But like heroes, man, eh, fan of heroes. Yeah, and that changes. Was good. I'm a fan of changes. I had a dog. Do you remember my dog Bowie? I do. He had a big lump on his back. Yeah, and he had a rapid growing tumor. And he died. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, for <laughs> you. But he was Bowie. He was. All right. So this is this uh, is Nirvana's Nav- cover from. The epic MTV Unplugged. This should be epic. All right, here we go. Get on Facebook and vote. Round of applause. Nirvana. Bit of Nirvana. Were you in Nirvana when you were listening to that? Was I in Nirvana listening to Nirvana? Yeah. That I was. It's a good name. It's a good band name. That I was, Matt. It was a great band name. Because there's some band names that are kind of a bit average. Yes. Well, I mean, some of them are good. <laughs> some of them are good. Some of them were like sporadically thought up because there was an impo- impending gig and the oh. band had to have a name. So they went, sure, let's just pick yeah, Peaches I, Wall. Yeah. And then later on, everyone's like, why Peaches Wall? Because like, yeah. we threw a peach at a wall. I think uh, Queen were originally called like Yellow or Hello or something. Oh, really? Or Smile, maybe. I don't know. Something uh, else. Yeah. <laughs> just list random words. Just something Couch, else. chair. They Whoa. were lamp. All right, so my cover is going to be Valerie. So originally, people know Valerie from Amy Winehouse, but it was that's actually a cover Amy Winehouse version. Yes, I did know that. From the Zootons, I want to say. Zootons. Sure. So this is original, which I've never heard. No, I don't think many people have. No. So I'll play the Amy Winehouse one just uh, just, just for, to catch you up. Yep. So this is the Amy Winehouse one. So my cover is going to be Bruno Mars doing it. It's actually sad because he's doing it at an award show for a tribute to Amy Winehouse. A tribute so, um, to the I'll late and great. Right. Get that ready for everyone. Were you an Amy Winehouse fan? Uh, not until after she died. Oh, yeah. Posthumous. Post- yes. Is that not the word? Did I say it right? <laughs> yeah. Post- it was. Uh, sometimes I feel like people, uh, they kind of hit their strides a little bit. So, like, yes. even comedians did things like, say, um, like, I know he's in trouble now, but like Louis C.K., mm-hmm. um, you know, when he's young, I've seen some of his stand-up. I'm like, I don't know if I like you. Yeah. And then as he's gotten older, it's like, I like you more. Same as Robert Downey Jr. I don't trust a young Robert Downey Jr. No, me neither. Like 80s so Robert Downey Jr. I'm like, this dude is dodgy. And then he get a bit older. I and did I'm like, love him in that Soul movie. What was it called? Something Soul. Uh, and uh, so, yeah. Hearts and, and Souls. Hearts and Souls. I've watched that probably That's eight times. Movie. That's a great movie. But I'm talking about like 80s Robert yes, Downey Yes, no. Jr. no yeah, don't trust a, him. When he was a drugger. All right. So this is uh, Brendan Mars doing Valerie. Um, my cover. Get on Facebook. Vote for me. It's all don't, up. Don't for, Go vote. Don't vote for Kira. Ever. Oh. Even if there's a fire. Oh. 
There you go. A bit of Bruno Mars, Valerie. What do you reckon? How do you think? What are your thoughts, feelings? What uh, do you think? Bruno's great. Yeah. He can do no How wrong. does Bruno feel being compared to Michael Jackson? I don't know. I was also thinking about all the people like the Cirque du Soleil and the people that do the Michael Jackson tribute shows. What, what the hell and are the they going to do? the Simpsons. Apparently they've pulled that episode. Yeah. They didn't need to do that. Now the Simpsons are involved. That's the next level, okay? I, I was going to say, like, that, be doing that. T- that changed everything for me. Stark Raven Dad, great episode. Uh, Sam O'Connell is in the studio. Hi, Sam. Or do you want to... <laughs> hey, mate. How you doing? <laughs> Good, thanks. How are you? Oh, you got me before I could put... I was going to put, like, an applause, like, yay! Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> On I'll, YouTube. I'll give him a clap. I'll give him a clap. Ready? Here we go. Hey, oh. you got it, Sam. Yeah. That right there is the best clap I've ever received <laughs> from any of my gigs. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I could go somewhere with the clap, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to clap once, but the doctor cleared it right up. Yeah, um, it's just a tablet. So you're in here promoting uh, live in Studio Three as well as other things as well. Your music, obviously. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. So we're doing live in Studio Three this Sunday, in Studio Three here at RWPFM, mm-hmm. and yourself and Amy Francis are our first acts. They are our first premiere acts for this show. Um. Tell us about that. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm really excited. So um, uh, this year for me, I'm trying to step away from solo and try and make everything more of a band sound. Nice. And um, I'm recording an album at the moment and everything is written specifically and structured specifically to have a huge kind of band sound with, you know, strings and keys and harmonies and stuff like that instead of what I've been doing uh, previously. I feel like it's more me. Yep. Um, yeah, so coming into this Sunday, I'm super stoked and really excited. I'll be playing with um, four of my band members. I'll have a cellist, Sage. She's incredible. I'll have my percussionist, James Savage, who plays in bands, uh, Facades and Mother Culture as well, Ooh. who are amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yep. And also Ray Santos, who is just an all-round legend. I do know Ray. Yeah, Ray I do is know Ray. Santos. Ray's fantastic. You've got a cool, sound, like the band names sound cool, all the people. You've got Sage, you've got Savage. Ray Santos. It, yeah. Santos, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that cellist is pretty cool as well. I know. I was very excited when you said you were bringing in your cellist. I was like, Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, oh, she's incredible. Yeah. I'm just, she just makes everything sound so much more beautiful yeah. like she just has those little you know droning sounds in yeah. there and just it's it's stunning yeah that's really exciting um so when did you get into music yourself um i was about 16 i used to play sport and then i um i used to play soccer for since i was about four years old to about 16 then i got a knee injury and, uh, then oh, I, no, a career-defining yeah. moment. A career-defining moment. Which um, way do I go? This sounds like exactly. Rod Stewart. This is like the Rod Stewart story. <laughs> yeah, so I was kind of like pulled out of soccer for a bit um, and, you know, getting surgery and stuff like that. Oh, was that, it was that bad, was it? Oh, yeah. you know, it was probably like the most minor injury that you could get surgery for. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was only a torn meniscus. It yeah. wasn't anything hectic. Yeah. Um, but um, while I was out, you know, I picked up a guitar, I listened to some John Butler and I, um, I learnt Ocean and I spent like every... Wow. Yeah, I spent... That was your first yeah. song yeah. you learnt on guitar? I mean, I had like the occasional lesson before that yes. um, as a younger kid, but then like I didn't like it. I didn't like playing guitar, you know, yeah. I wanted to play soccer. Yeah. So then yeah. um, when I, you know, when I, I stopped playing like lessons and stuff and then... I picked it up just for me, you know, yeah. when I was about 16. So I learnt that, learnt that. Um, and then I eventually, like, you know, after spending hours and hours a night and f- for like six months or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because it's not the easiest of no, but I'm, to I'm, learn. I'm, you know, I'm up for the challenge. You I always try and... smoke on the water. Yeah, no, that was a bit too <laughs> difficult, that one. <laughs> it was a bit too complex for me. Um, <laughs> so did you know you were musically inclined or was it kind of like a bit shocking to you as well? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I knew that I was like, you know, a little bit, but I never really like delved into it. I okay. never really explored it because I was focus. so... Yeah, it wasn't yeah. at all, you know. And um, I feel like there's more of a focus, especially in like, you know, school and stuff. Like everyone yeah. wants to be the sporty people and, yeah. you know, music's kind of like, yeah. for me, when I was like at school, it's kind of on the wayside a little bit. Yeah. Um, but then like, yeah, I just picked it up for me. And um, once I did that, everything just fell into place. Yeah. I was like, holy, <laughs> I, holy smokes. <laughs> holy smokes. I, I love this. And um, he's very G-rated in his own thoughts. I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's yeah. a pause. And hang on a minute. Holy smokes. Mum yeah. might be listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I'd get a, in, in a fair bit of trouble if I was live streaming all the time. 
Oh, that's, that's a, excellent. That's a, but are you a better soccer player or are you a better musician? Mm. Oh, well, uh, I was I was known as a young Harry Kuehl as, okay. as, as my generation. All right. No, I was not. I was not at all. I, I was I was good, yeah. um, but I was, uh, you know, you I, think I you always... You probably go further with the music probably. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I strive to be the best in everything that I, I have ever done, yep. you know, no matter what it is. Um, yep. So I gave it my all and then I just kind of picked up music and I was like, I want to give this my all. Yeah. I want to put mm. all my, switch all my energy into this and yep. then... Yeah, you know, that's where it blessing in disguise that injury. Tell you, I was yeah, I like that. I yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's I cool like these story. stories. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever tripped you over, that guy gets ten percent of your career from now on. So John John Butler's a big influence. Yeah. obviously, if that's the first song you've taught yourself, absolutely. Yeah. Um, who else are some of your influences? So um, John Butler was probably the earliest like. Full-on influence where I was just, like, addicted to everything that, like, he was yes. putting out there. I'm yep. still addicted to everything. Yeah, yeah. Like. I mean, he released a new album recently. I listened to that and it was, like, amazing. Um, but, like, you know, I get stronger influences and it goes in waves. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, John Butler was definitely one of the first. And then you've got, um, like, the Lumineers, for me, yeah. are huge. Um, definitely up there. I would say my main... Um, and my favourite band of all time, and no one can ever top them, is Mumford and Sons for sure. Yeah. Like they yeah. are just absolutely phenomenal. I feel like they have like defined what modern folk is. You know, Ooh, um, I like that. Me too. They, they have. Folk. I mean, like everyone when I'm playing all these like three-hour pub gigs, people are like, "Mate, what do you what do you like playing?" And I'm just like, you know, modern folk kind of stuff. And they're like. What? Uh, what's that? <laughs> yeah. Does, does that involve horses by <laughs> Daryl Braithwaite? Uh, that's right. If, that's horses. Right. Horses or run is in to there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, but in terms of influences, Mumford and Sons, a lot of Ziggy Elbits as well. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Lumineers. Um, the Last Bison. Uh, pretty awesome. Have you heard, heard of those of guys? Bison. They're really cool. They're really cool. We should no, check them out. Them I shall. I'll put them on the old Spotify. The and then actually, I should pay for their stuff because <laughs> have you found that as well? Like, with all of these platforms that we're putting our music out on. How's me? I'm just slipping into the... I did. I just slipped into your DM. Yeah. Um, you're not getting any revenue back from it now. No, no. I think it's a lot harder to make But if uh, you're not money. available on those platforms, you're not relevant. Yeah. So it's a, yep. a double-edged sword. Too, yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, you know, people can listen to it for free now. Yeah. And um, you get 0. 0.00004. Yeah. You know, I think sense. we made four dollars last year. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> it, it's it's tough, you know. Um, that's why I've always, when I bring out new releases, I always sell hard copies. Yes. Um, because yep. that's really the way that you make money off your music. You know, hard copies are still a thing. And for me, if I see a busker and I like him, I'm just yes. going to buy a CD 100%. straight away. And I feel like more people should be like that than 100%. not. Um, but you know, if everyone was like that, you know, we'd be we'd be a lot. We'd be well, in harmony. Better off, absolutely. Yeah. True. yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so cool. We've talked about the CDs things. So how about we play one of your tracks? Sure. What do you think? Absolutely. But we will be streaming it, so don't <laughs> shoot the messenger. That's right. <laughs> shanty. Sam O'Connell. Friday morning Cheese breakfast. Cheese for change. Cheese for change. You're back with uh, Sam We've O'Connell. We've got Sam O'Connell. Sam O'Connell's in the studio. G'day. That uh, was his song Shanty. Shanty. So that's not, you're writing an album now or you're recording an album yeah, now? Yeah, so I'm, um, well, a bit of both. Uh, I'm basically re-recording everything that um, I have done. Yes. You're doing the same thing. We're doing a little bit like that this in the off yep. season because we're yep. talking about how, you know, summer and spring, they're quite full on for your gigs and yep. you've got to take advantage of all of the festivals and then winter's a little bit quiet it is a little bit quiet yeah. and that's the creative yeah. time yep, so absolutely. you're re- <laughs> re-jigging it songs. Mm. yeah i'm re-recording um everything that i've done to this point which is there's six songs out there there's an ep and obviously shanty is the single yeah um but yeah i'm just basically redesigning them to have a bigger band sound, bigger sound. because yeah. um i want to step more towards band gigs mm. and playing oh, just yeah. with the band every time and i want people to associate me with that kind of sound rather than you know, a three-hour gig. Yeah, because you know. <laughs> we were saying, so Sam's one of the local hardest-working soloists. He is. I will say that much. He's, as Thank you. Would, you. As you would know from listening to our gig guide every week, yep. you're always on there. Yeah. Hard-working. <laughs> but you're wanting to steer away from doing sort of the covers gigs, the, the big, mm. the bread-and-butter gigs. 
Absolutely. To yeah. preserve your brand, it really feels like. Yeah, yeah. So ever since I started um, like playing gigs when I was about 18, so four years ago now. Ah, there's my age. <laughs> so, <laughs> <it> young. <laughs> so young. So um, young. Ever since I started, um, I just got so like involved and I was mm. like, oh, like I just want to do gigs, gigs, gigs. And I used to honestly like enjoy playing for four hours and oh, stuff yeah. like that. I used to love it. You know, I used to be all about it. I'm like, like I'm playing my music. My it doesn't matter if people don't care about me. I'm just doing yeah. my thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as I got older and, you know, worked harder and um, kind of started realizing the not so nice bits about the music industry and, and society in general and how they treat musicians. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's, yeah, it's really, really disheartening. You know, mm. I, I've, you know, like last weekend, like a three hour gig um, in Beaconsfield, a three hour gig. Um, can't remember where it was, <laughs> but there was, and then there was another one. I did a festival um, yep. at uh, Tux Ridge Day Dance and like, Oh, yeah. The only one that I enjoyed was like day dance yep. because it was a short one hour set and yep. I played a duo with Coco and Michelle. Yes. Um, and they're the kind of things that I enjoy and I just don't enjoy putting myself out there for three hours for people who do not want a bar of me. Mm. Yeah. And I can imagine it's the same for so many musicians and I've just been working away doing all these gigs with, with hardly any respect or recognition yeah. and people, you know, they see me as a puppet. You know, yeah. and they're just like, oh, dance Play for horses. me. Yeah, do yeah. whatever you like. And I'm just, I'm so not about that. And I try to be different and I try to put myself out there. And I just like, no, I don't play those songs. They're like, oh, but it's easy. It's a yeah. couple of chords. I'm like, that's not the point. Yeah. I specifically choose not to learn these songs. Because if I play these songs, you will see me as you see every other artist yeah. that yeah. plays at this venue. Yeah. That's not me. I won't break through. Absolutely. And they're not they're not buying your EPs. <clears throat> they're not. No. No, <laughs> they're not. <laughs> um, yeah. We also shared with our listeners a little while ago that you had your car broken into and your guitar stolen. Oh, that's Sam. O'Con- this is Sam. <laughs> <laughs> remember I told you he's uh, yes. like one of the nicest blokes yes. and it actually cracked yes. my heart and yes. fractured. Yeah. A lot of people um, actually came up to me and said, oh, did, you know, have asked me, did you get your guitar? Yeah. Yeah, because they set up a GoFundMe page as well. What's happened? Has has any of them surfaced? Yeah, so um, that post, um, when it happened, I posted on my Facebook page and I didn't expect it to be as big as it was. It was seen by like 300,000 people. Really? And nothing I've ever posted (laughs) (laughs) has ever had that kind of traction. You You should have put a a backing track. Yeah, nothing nothing (laughs) has ever had that traction because people are just... So, uh, so interested in people's like failures yes. yeah. rather and, than their and successes sad stories and, and, and sad stories, you yeah. know? Um, so basically what happened is I was at my lovely girlfriend's house. We just got home from um, seeing a mother culture gig, hmm. uh, which is my friend's band. Um, and I had a wedding that day as well. And then, um, got home, we slept, was woken up at nine o'clock in the morning, um, to go outside in the back window of my beautiful Volvo V40. <laughs> Um, had been uh, had been uh, been smashed in (laughs) and um, yeah both the guitars were gone I had my both my guitars and my PA system in there but they just took the guitars and I was just like just take the speakers man they're going to be of more use to you yeah like just so easy to walk in the marketplace absolutely and like yeah I understand that it's my bad I had so many Idiots drilling that into me on Facebook, being like, it's so hard when you work in. and you just want to yeah. I got home at one thirty, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. also, it's not your fault for leaving guitars in your yeah. car. It's like that's you should it be was, allowed to was, do that. It was on like the nature strip yeah. as well, like that's on the so property. Yeah. Even someone was like, "You parked illegally." I'm like, oh "Is that goodness. the one thing you get from this <laughs> I whole love thing?" Trolls. Yeah. I love the trolls. I've never been trolled like that. Did any of the guitars surface? No, no. So isn't that sad? Yeah, it's it's terrible. They were the loves of your life. What happened? Absolutely. You see someone playing a gig and it's like, dude, that's I'll my guitar. I'll steal it back. Yeah. I promise. Yeah. I will. Well, they were like incredibly um, sentimental to me. Um, yeah. Like on the post, it said like one of them was a Christmas present. One of them was from a nan. So yeah. like, yeah. you know, both of those things really like close to my heart. Um, and yeah. I, I've gone through a lot of rough times in the past, like maybe four years mm. um, with some, you know, uh, spots that I've ended up in my life that uh, have been unhealthy and, and a bit toxic. Yeah. Um, and I always had those as like a mate to get me by. Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh. um, Did they have so names? Did they have names? Did you they name didn't. Them? I've never named my guitars. Okay. I know everyone does, but yeah. like I, I haven't. Yeah. Maybe because nothing like justifies it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. God. Um, God one and God two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's um, but so basically, you raised some funds though. Were you able to yeah, get Yeah. So funds? that was amazing. My friend Paulie, um, who... I met through doing gigs. Um, he's 
based in Phillip Island. Yeah. And um, he set up the GoFundMe page and was like, check this out, share it, trying like, you know, get people around it. So I did that. Yeah. And then um, it was amazing. You know, it was yeah. absolutely incredible. Like people cared so much. And like from, <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel a lot of the time that like I'm not cared about a lot because yeah. of how many gigs that I do and like how it just seems to yeah. me like the amount of effort that I put in it doesn't really... Yeah. That doesn't really yeah. like translate, translate yeah. at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, so I uh, felt really, really appreciated. We ended up getting around 1,700. So Whoa. that af- almost afforded one of the guitars. And like for anyone who yeah. donated, like obviously I'm incredibly <laughs> thankful. Yeah. So it was um, me. I donated the whole a lot the of money. The whole thing. <laughs> whole You're a legend, from sir. Thank you very Absolutely. much. Money yeah. order. It was um, to get another car, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but basically, yeah, so we, we did that and, um, I got the Cole Clark and it's an absolute beauty. Um, Cole Clark, um, like I went in there and they heard about the story and they helped me out as well. It was Aww. amazing. Yeah. Um, and then I also got a maiden as well. So I've got my Cole Clark and my maiden back. They're a little bit different, you yeah. know, they're a little bit different than the ones before. 2.0. Yeah. Yeah, two point Let's yeah. uh, let's hope so. And hopefully um, in four years, they're the new babies and yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, so. they're br- I'm breaking them in. You yeah. know, they're starting they to feel named? really no, 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 they haven't. Maybe I should. The maiden should just be the mate. Yeah, I like yeah. that. And the other one should just be called mate. the other one. <laughs> the, the, the other, other, the other, other one. one, mate, and the other one. The mate and the other friend. Yeah, <laughs> other friend, friend on the side. I yeah. love it. Um, yeah, because I, I do. I, I've been to obviously. I'm not a musician, but I've been to gigs uh, or bars and places, and, and they've got the band kind of on the side. Yeah. And you never know, is like, is this a performance? Are they background music? What am I doing? Because mm. some of them are amazing. Yeah. And you want to like give them a clap and every, half the people are ignoring them. And yeah. you're like, yeah. this is amazing. What do you, what, what do you, and I, I, you know, as a, yeah. as a um, attendee of these events, you don't know what to do. Absolutely. So I know what you mean when, when you go, there's someone stuck in a corner and no one gives a kind of crap. It's yeah. like, well, I think half the people do. You just, that they need to either focus the musicians as the main people yeah. or make them legitimately background. I think, um, I think honestly, like live music, like not live music venues, because those are the ones that are doing it right. But yeah venues that aren't live music venues that are having live music are just doing it completely wrong yeah they they yeah. honestly they are, are you system's know? broken it is it honestly yeah. is i mean like people's attention spans these days are so short yeah you're not going to listen to me for three hours and be entertained yeah maybe my girlfriend will because she's amazing <laughs> yeah but other than that yeah probably no one yeah. else you know it's, it's hard yeah um so it's kind of pointless you know i mean why not just have three different acts exactly. for an hour and pay yep. them what they like deserve as well yep. you know so they can make a living off it yeah, yeah you know? but if you're an original artist oh you get exposure oh i love exposure gigs exposure. yeah exposure pays the rent i know <laughs> um and you said as well about coco michelle that's your beautiful girlfriend and the two yes. of you do a lot of gigging together yes <laughs> there was a very cute photo of you sitting front row and centre when no one else was watching. <laughs> yep, yep. They're the cutest couple in the world. I mean, when they supported Grey oh, Horizon. Is she a fragrance? What, what, what's her name? She smells Co- like a fragrance. <laughs> Coco Michelle. Coco, Coco Michelle. Michelle. Coco yeah. Sh- isn't there a Coco Chanel? Oh, Coco Chanel. Yeah, yeah. See, Coco, Coco Chanel, Chanel yeah. actually copied her. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Thought so. Yeah. I she thought was so. born. Yeah. <laughs> they both had matching um, overalls at our gig. Yes. It was beautiful. Yes, we did. It was really cute. <laughs> couple goals. I'm blushing yeah, Blushing. Hi, Coco. (laughs) Hello. Uh, So, yeah, so I love in Studio 3. Yeah. uh, Coming up this Sunday. Uh, should we expect anything crazy from you or anything? Um, just any Michael Jackson covers or uh, <laughs> maybe horses if you like. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's a never from me. No. Um, yeah, just expect like a big sound and you know bigger than you like you kind of know me expect, for yeah. you know uh, bigger so than you expect. A and reintroduction. Like, yeah, absolutely, it's kind of a redesign at the moment. Yeah. So yeah. um, just expect like a really really tight, well put on show. We've all got like this awesome chemistry. Um, and it's just, it really is something you just want to like sit down to and just laser in focus because like it's, it's incredible. Like when I play with my band, damn, I feel alive, (laughs) you know, Uh, (laughs) this gig is going to be something pretty awesome. It is going to be amazing. So when you said you you you're re-recording, does that mean the album will come back out again? Yes, but they're, um, it's re-recording and adding four new songs. Okay. So it's a bit of both. And now don't stream it. Go to, do you have a website? Yeah. What do, how can people get the hard copy of your... Of uh, the hard copy, ready. I'll just be selling them selling at my them at gigs that I do. And I might even set up like, you know, a website or something yep. like that where you can buy them from. And right. don't ever be afraid to p- 
private message an, a musician and say, hey, how can I buy one of these copies? Because we can always use the old Aussie oh. Post. Absolutely. <laughs> we, and, can, we can work that out. And sign one for you. Yeah. yeah. It Make it special. But apart yeah. from that, hit him up on all, I'm guessing all, this, all the socials, yep. the, the Facebooks, the Instagrams. Everything the, like that. The carrier pigeons. You know. Yeah. yeah. All um, of that's my favourite um, one. Hit him up, Sam We're going to, thanks for coming in. Thank uh, you, we're going to go out to get away now for, with Sam O'Connell. We'll be back to wrap up the show. Back to wrap up the show. Come um, and buy a ticket for yeah. Live in Studio 3. It is this Sunday. Go to our Facebook page, Artable PFM, mm-hmm. and you'll get the link there through Tribooking to get a ticket. That's right. And you'll get to see this. That's right. Thank you very much, Sam. Thanks, Sam. See you, mate. Thanks. There you go, a bit of Sam O'Connor with Getaway. That Getaway. Was, it was good. It was good. Bit of, bit of industry, insider, you know, a little bit of knowledge. I, I know can you... see you enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, oh, that's his other song playing. Yeah. <laughs> again. Matt loves a bit of a frustrated person. Oh, I do. Very, yeah. I, I enjoy being frustrated just in general. Yeah. Um, no, so Sam will uh, obviously be on uh, this Sunday, live in Studio 3. Yes. Book and we'll tickets. put the link on our Facebook page as well again yeah. you get a so couple of bevos as well so it's not you do like... roseate's our promoter yep um oh, sorry that's a lie roseate is sponsoring sponsorships sponsoring and you'll be getting two glasses of the roseate get glasses well they're actually cups with lemon and mint so really oh jeez it's it's even garnish how, how exotic and like sam said he's gonna have a full band he's gonna have a cellist how full often band. do you see a cellist not very often not very often it's Mo- a real intimate it's a special thing and we're trying to we're trying to expose these awesome original artists that we've got floating around melbourne mm. and give them a really cool space yep to perform so, there'll be videos perform. and everything and um, you'll be our mc matt Matty MC. Matty um, MC. Time for the gig guide. What do you reckon? Yes, let's do the gig guide. Bit of gig guide. Oh, here we go. This is your background music. Oh, is that? It is. Shaft. It is. Right on. Right on. All right. So, uh, if you were headed out tonight, yep. My selection choice would be to go and see mm-hmm. the Roaches tour at Roaches. the Young Street Supper Club. Yep. They do support a lot of original bands at Young Street Supper Club, so I do like to support them too. And also, you can't kill them either. You can't because they're roaches. That's right. You can put them through the wash and they'll come out. Nuclear blast survivors. It's crazy. And um, at the Vespa, 8.30 down the peninsula, um, still game. So they're my choice. Are choices. they still game? Uh, they might be still game. Okay. So they're on. Um, there's also this weekend the Frankston Food Truck Carnival. Oh, down I love a food on truck. the waterfront in Frankston. Do I like a food truck? Yeah, yeah. With some live music there, if you wanted to have just a day out, that's not obviously what my, we're suggesting. My cousin, my cousin does that. She does these uh, potatoes on a stick that <gasps> are like spiral. Oh, don't, because I always end up in a queue like six hours long yeah. trying to get one she, for my daughter. She smashes it, yeah. And they are just like the price of a potato. Yeah. Spiraled onto a yeah. stick, chucked in a deep yeah. fryer, and I they think the they charge like sh- eight bucks. She's like, it's like Mrs. Profeta rolls or something like that. Woohoo! Pre- Jays. I can't say it, but is she actually at the Frankston Waterfront? I'm not one? sure. I'll, there we go. I'll check. There we go. So that was for tonight. So if you're heading out Saturday night, yep. My choices would be to see. Where are we? Rehash. At the Sound Bar. Yep. They're a really cool covers band. We've gigged with them before. Yep. They're a lot of fun up and about. And they've rehashed their whole vibe. And rehash. They, um, and I think, yeah, the singer's got blue hair. It's really cool. So Actually, it's, no, she's got rid of Anyway. It's called Twisted Sister. Twisted Sister. Yeah. Yep. Keep an eye out for that food truck. Absolutely. It's part of the family. Yep. And Beaches of Mornington at 9pm Saturday night has Soulmates. Soulmates? Yes. Really? You might find a soulmate there. And Sunday, sure. St. Patty's Day. Oh, the patties. Oh. Well, you're not going to be anywhere else but here at RPPFM in Studio 3. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> um, yeah. But if you, for whatever reason, can't get in here, mm. you should probably go to an Irish pub. You probably should. I'm not even, like, you just probably should. Or you can go and see Luke Matthews' duo at the Jetty Road Brewery at 2pm. But Luke. you shouldn't because you should be here. That's you right. should be seeing Sam O'Connell Sam and O'Connell. Amy Francis, yep. which sounds Irish. It does. Yes. We've organised it that way. We did. And by us, I mean you. <laughs> um, so thanks for that. Thanks for the gig guide. Oh, no, thank you, Matt. So have you heard about the Momo Challenge? Yes, I did because I was frightened about it. So, and uh, it's all fake. Yeah. So 
Phil told me about this, I think it was about three weeks ago, and he's like, oh, did you hear about that nine-year-old that killed himself? And I'm like, what? Yeah. And it was like this video that teaches kids how to kill themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, that's pretty morbid. I know. And then I saw my friends last week, and they're like, I oh, know, it's, it's so bad, isn't it? And I'm like, it's it's not real. And they're like, what do you mean? And there's a, a Media Watch video yeah. that basically exposes the whole thing to be just a fraud. Yeah. Facebook put out a statement saying, we've seen no videos of this. Yeah. It doesn't YouTube exist. YouTube as well. YouTube, YouTube said no. We've... Sorry, what did I say? Facebook. Facebook, Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah I meant YouTube. YouTube. Uh, no one has actually seen any video. No, no one. They can't find anyone that's the actually seen the videos. The only videos out there are the videos talking about. Yeah. So what, what is that? That is fake news. That's a hoax. That's just That's a hoax, hoax right there. Uh, well, I like it. Me too. I like <laughs> but it. But I'm like, why do people do things like that? It's like, kind of good because, you know, people are a little bit... But um, I love the people that are like, oh. Because apparently um, one of the people I know is into like mother's groups on Facebook. Yeah. And people are like, I've seen it. And oh, then uh, really? people have gone, oh, well, can you send a link? And then they can't send and one. And then they can't because they like, just love drama. Yeah. Mm. No, no, no. I love it because a lot of people are very complacent with their kids and the tablet things and all of that jazz and, and yeah. kids' YouTube. So it kind of made everyone pull up and check what their kids were watching. I think it was a good hoax. Well, I think I'm going to talk about that next week because there's no – there needs to be set rules, manners. About hoaxes. No, manners about social media. Yes. Because when you're a kid – or maybe we'll talk about it now. We'll just talk about it now. Yeah, we can talk about it now. Because when you're a kid, you know, you're taught not to chew with your mouth open. Correct. You're taught, taught to say please and thank you. You're Elbows to do, off the table. Yeah, da-da-da-da-da. But we're the first, well, kids now are the first generations that have had the tablets and the phones since they were born. Correct. There's no manners. There's no, no. rules for technology and what's acceptable and what's not. No. Yeah, that's so true. Actually, we'll talk about it more next week, I think. Maybe we could Maybe we could do an investigation and but you can do a report I'll for us. I'll do a report and we'll, maybe we could we'll set up rules. I think that there should be some rules. We'll do a fight club let's list. Make a, let's make a fight club list. First rule of social media is, or something like that. And we shop it around. Yeah. Sell it to, sell it to some mother's clubs. I think that's fantastic.